Dad Drinking is brought to you by Side Project Jerky, who reminds you to please enjoy this podcast responsibly. listeners for we have sinned it has been 10 months since our last podcast i am marcus and i'm jim and we are dad drinking and we've been dad since uh oh nine i forgot that bit (laughs) (laughs) it has been a long time but i think listeners we have some good reasons um and they're excuses and it's not really a dad conversation without excuses is it um so uh Let me at least try to explain what's happened since last, what was it, March? Um, We both changed jobs. Um, We both uh, ended up uh, traveling quite a bit over the course of the summer and the fall. How's the new job, Jim? My new job is okay. How's your new job, Marcus? It's great. Excellent. Love it. I'm glad to be back in the podcast studio, but but we also, and Marcos in particular, had a, a, a reason in the late fall to not be available. Yes, this is true. This is true. Um, so life happens, um, and unfortunately, sometimes life doesn't happen, and we lost my father in late November, which was a real shit of a shit, and so we'd like to bring to you this very special episode of Dad Grieving. (laughs) It sounds like a joke, but it's actually going to be pretty cathartic, we hope, and uh, hopefully we all learn a thing or two about losing a dad. And hopefully y'all can relate. Yeah. Hopefully y'all can relate. So we have a, a special episode, as Marco said. We also have a special drink that we're going to have in honor of Marcus's father. But I think first we'd just like to talk a little bit about... Um, Death. Mar- yeah, and Marcus is lost. And so I, I, my question, Marcus, if this is too personal, let me know. Um, but, uh, you know, losing a father, I, I have not lost my father. Uh, yeah. I'm happy to say. Um, but what, is that, what does that feel like? How did you feel um, when this happened? Uh, well, it, it absolutely fucking sucks. Um, so my father had throat cancer and he was battling it for quite some time. Um, but the past year was especially challenging. Um, now I will say, and as you, you know, listeners may already know, we, we were not super close. Um, I moved very far away from home at a, you know, relatively young age and uh, I really am not great about keeping in touch. And my father, uh, for whatever reason, also just refused to get a cell phone or an email address or really kind of launch himself into the future. So, um, you know, the, couldn't really do much with carrier pigeons. And uh, phone calls were just, uh, hey, how's the weather? And we kind of left it at that. Um, notwithstanding... Uh, losing a parent is, is hard, no matter how, how close or how distant you are from them. Um, so certainly don't wish it upon my worst enemy. Um, but, uh, we'll, we'll get through it, right? Yeah, I think so. So, um, did, was this something that, that notwithstanding his cancer happened suddenly or, or were you guys expecting? Oh no, we, we knew it was coming. It was, it was definitely, uh. It was, the writing was, was very much on the wall. 
Um, he, you know, being someone who is not really interested in talking about himself or, uh, you know, talking about any problems, um, didn't really let on. I mean, he worked uh, kind of at the restaurant up until three days before he died. So, wow. yeah, pretty awesome. Pretty, pretty amazing. Um, but, uh, you know, again, we, we didn't know. Um, the, the, the good thing, I think, in all of this was he, he was able to, you know, die at his house. That's um, great. <laughs> it's... <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not actually joking. I think that's, that's right. No, it's, it's, it's what way you want, better right? than being uh, in some sterile hospital environment right. or, you know, in some tragic situation. Uh, you, you know, presumably your mom was there, right? Absolutely, yeah. Your brother was there. Yes. And yeah. so that's great. No, he, he, he went to sleep um, fucking 12 hours before I got there, which so would they, that was a huge bummer. I didn't really get to say goodbye. Um, you know, my dad being my dad, the, the last thing I think I said to him was, coming to see you. And the last thing he said to me was, well, stop by if you can. <laughs> <laughs> which is great. Um, you know, but, uh, it was, uh, I, I, that was just very, very Bill, I guess. It was a very Bill thing to say. <laughs> so, so Bill Espinosa, how old was he when he passed? 79. 79. Yeah, he actually would have just celebrated a birthday on, get this shit, the 30th, but January, sorry. So we found some old paperwork, um, we were kind of going through stuff. I was just back in Utah this past weekend. And we always, he always said his birthday was the 31st. Okay. And we, we basically, we found his birth certificate. And he was born on the 30th. I mean, who lies about? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, well, I've got some theories on that, but let's, let's keep talking about Bill. Okay. Yeah. What do you want to know? No, I want to know. So, so you just found out that it, it was not the 31st. And, right. And so you guys basically just. We've been celebrating his birthday for Probably since I was born. You know what's funny? I think so. <laughs> Diana, my wife's grandmother, also was born on either the thirtieth or the thirty-first, and no one really knew, and it would change um, based on the year. Oh, yeah. She would <laughs> just decide. Di- she had a dynamic. I think, yeah, I think she would decide. It was a sliding scale of uh, of dates. And she would decide what day to celebrate, which is pretty funny. Um, her name was Olba, which is a cool name too. It's a great name. Right. I like that. No, but much like the, the sliding uh, birthday scale, she also had a sliding scale of, of spelling her name. So it was sometimes spelled with E-L-B-A, sometimes O-L-B-A. Uh, it was a very interesting lady. She was really a funny guy. <laughs> guy. Gal. <laughs> um, so, so, so your father passed away at the end of November. Yes. And then since that has happened, the, the whole Kobe Bryant thing happened. Correct. Right? Yes. And to me... Um, you know, a lot of the Kobe sadness that people have had, um, I, I get because people felt attached to him, as particularly in this area because we're in Philadelphia. True. Right? Um, but to me, the, the the sad thing that I, when I think about that death is, number one, his daughter was on the, on the helicopter right. with him. Yeah. And his three other girls at home. And, and I feel like, tell me if you disagree, but I feel like losing a parent at any age is tough, right? Obviously. But losing a parent as an adult, as when you're already a dad, is different than losing a dad when you are a child, right? Oh, without a doubt. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I think my dad, I've known him for 40 years of my life, right? Yeah. He's been my constant in my life, right? Yeah. 
those kids of Kobe's will no, no, never have the same constant that I had. Right? right. And that's, to me, that's sad because dads, even if they're dads that maybe you don't have the best relationship with, right? right. They're still there and they're still your father and there's yeah. still that connection and that bond. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What was your reaction to the, the, the Kobe news after, after going through something so emotional initially? Well, I, I mean, it was incredibly surreal. Um, my mom sent me a text. I think my, like, Kelly and my mom sent me a text right at the same time I was driving. So as soon as I parked, I have these two text messages. Um, you know, Kel was like, Kobe Bryant died. And my mom said, Colby Bryant died. <laughs> so, With a Y or an E? Uh, C-O-L-B-Y, <laughs> Colby. Yeah. Um, so, so I was, it, it, it's always, it's unbelievable. And, and, you know, helicopter crash and these, these freak things are, they're just, they're scary too. And I'm about to get on a plane three days later. And all I'm thinking about is, okay, fiery crash, fuck, um, you know, but I've like, this is a hot take and, and this is very contrarian, but I, I was never a Kobe fan. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't a basketball fan of his and I, look, <laughs> I feel, and, and he, I feel bad the guy died, right? The, well, that I, so, so here's the thing: he shouldn't have died. De- yeah, yeah, right. No, no. He's I mean, he's he's our age. Right. He has kids. I mean, like, and and certainly like you know, fiery helicopter crash. Like, I couldn't imagine like those final moments, and especially you know, he's with his daughter. Yeah. Like, that just fucking blows. Yeah, it's it's rough. Um, I mean, but Kobe, <laughs> Kobe, like a couple months ago, was Instagram shaming one of the. 12 year olds on his team for going to like a school dance recital instead of playing in practice or something yeah I mean Kobe was a maniac right yeah I think everyone agrees Kobe was a maniac a lot of people loved him for that a lot of people did not like him for that right but um, by all counts he had he had converted into a girl dad which we are both girl dads yes right this is true and I think that that's pretty cool like I feel and I feel bad for his kids right really bad yeah yeah it's, it's definitely cool I think that there's there's a real uh, irony, um, not not necessarily an irony, but but kind of almost like a double standard, right? So, you think about people championing, 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 yeah, Kobe's work ethic, and it's right. You can't argue with that, right? Right. But then, you, you know, you 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 put that against, like, say, a banker or a, right. a lawyer, yeah. who who arguably has the same work ethic. Mm-hmm. They're just not you know, chasing a ball around. Or as highly compensated. Or or as highly compensated. <laughs> and those fathers, yeah. right, they're, they're shamed into being like, well, you work too much, your work is your life. Right. It's, that, I guess that's like, those are the, those are the things, right? So it's like, I didn't really grow up a Kobe fan or, or, was never well, yeah, because he's a contemporary of ours too. It's not like we were idolizing him as children, right? He was basically that's a, our age. that is a very good point, yeah. right? So it's like you know, just like you know, everybody who's J Lo's same age is like, just she's Jenny from the block. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. but no, well, you're right. You're absolutely right. By like the rocks that she's got either. That's true, yeah. but but no, but from a contemporary standpoint, right? Someone who's your same age who's like doing like all of this stuff, right? You're always gonna be like, fuck that guy. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I feel bad saying it because it's a little soon. But it's, I kind of yeah, okay. felt like that a lot with Kobe. But here's the thing. He has an awesome legacy. His kids can watch him play um, basketball and interviews. They have tons of documentation right. of this guy's life. Yes. So even his youngest child who doesn't isn't there, you know. We'll, we'll know him. We'll, we'll know right? at least a part yeah. of him, right? Maybe, right. Not, maybe right. not dad him, but, but public-facing him, right. right? And I think that's a cool 
legacy to leave behind. But yeah. what do you think, when you think of your dad, just to get it back yeah. to the dad grieving yeah, episode yeah, of here. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, when you think of your dad, what do you think his legacy is in your eyes? I would I would say, with without a doubt, the Navajo Hogan, which is his restaurant for the past 30 years. Yeah, was, and, and uh, look, this is being recorded on the weekend, the first full weekend in February, I think, right? No, second full weekend in February yeah. of 2020. And um, we, my wife and I like to do the crossword puzzle, New York Times. And this week, randomly, Marcos and I had been talking about doing a dad grieving episode about Bill. And... Uh, one of the clues this week was that uh, environmental or energy efficient Navajo structure, which is a Hogan, right? And right. I, yeah. I thought that was pretty crazy that Bill's up there uh, putting out crossword puzzle answers for us. <laughs> it is cool. Yeah. It's like cool. participating in the podcast. It's fun. Yeah. But, but so his legacy. Yeah. So, he, I mean, I think definitely it's, it's the restaurant. And mm-hmm. we're kind of working through that right now and kind of what's going to happen with it. Um, but just, you know, my own memories, it's, it's interesting, right? I mean, he was a very reserved person. So I, I, would, I would say that I don't think I ever really knew my father, you know. Would you say he was reserved, like unemotional? Like, or did, would you say just like didn't really seek attention or interact? Or how, how do you mean it? I, yeah, I, I, I shouldn't w- put answers in the witness's mouth here. No. <laughs> No, I, I think he was just, he didn't, he was never emotional, right? He was never like the, the lovey-dovey, huggy type. I mean, I don't, I don't know that he actually ever told me that he loved me. Um, but again, you know, any time I walked into the restaurant, there would always be somebody there that would, that would you know, say, hey, you're, you're Bill's son, right? And I say, yeah, I'm Bill's son. And they say, oh, man, your dad just cannot stop talking about you and, you're an engineer and this and that and the other thing. And so Ivy League grad. <laughs> Ivy League grad. Excellent shoe collection. Uh, well, I gotta I gotta shore it up. It's yeah. actually it's it's, yeah. it's kind of gone. I'm, I'm, so, I'm, but you feel like your dad loved you. I do, yeah. No, no, I, I I don't listen. I and and we were we were going through um, you know, we my mom had a bunch of old videos and you know, my brother, who's nine years older than me, um, was the real kind of, he was the recipient of, of all of the, you know, pictures and okay. all that stuff, right? I mean, second kid, it's unfortunate. You kind of stop taking pictures, you know. <laughs> Believe you, me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think all dads listening to this know that, like, their second and third child really yeah, not have we, the same. We go through photo albums, Kelly and I. Right? Doesn't have the same portfolio. We're, as the oldest. we're like, yeah. where are all the pictures. <laughs> so there's just like videos, these old, you know, home videos upon videos. Like, you know, there was no sound. Right. Which is great. Um, but, you know, my dad's chasing my brother around and like you could really see like just how fired up he was to be a dad. I, I think, you know, I he was an older dad like so when I was growing up, right? So he was, he was a good 10 plus years old. Right, he was almost 40 when you were born. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, he would always lie about that, which is weird. <laughs> um, Not really. Now that we know that he was lying about his birthday. Too. That's true. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, rest in peace, Bill. <laughs> so, so, I, I like. I, I don't know if anyone's seen it, but if you follow at Fidel Gastro on Instagram, Marcos posted. Uh, that's Marcos's handle. He posted a, an old uh, newspaper article of a very uh, self. 
secure and satisfied Bill Espinosa following a hot dog eating contest yeah. that he won. But I think, what did he, he downed like eight and a half hot dogs or something? Six it and was half. seven and a half. And how many minutes, though? Uh, like, what was this? Because doesn't like the the current champion have like 90 something or Oh, it's off the it's, rails. Now. It's crazy. It's absolutely right? crazy. Like, was he but, just hanging uh, out, like, slathering on some ketchup and mustard? I don't and... know. I mean, I think I think he dominated. I, I think yeah. that, you know, just the, the hot dog or the competitive eating, you know, game just hadn't gotten that competitive. <laughs> that's back awesome. Um, but that's actually, that's my probably my favorite picture of my father, just with that shit-eating grin, like, yeah. just yeah. mouthful of hot dogs. Yeah. Leaning on the table. Yeah, he kind of had his legs crossed at his ankles. It was cool. It was very relaxed. You know, that's I I guess that's the other legacy that a lot of people don't really know about. Um, And when we were going through pictures when when I was home for the celebration of life uh, with my mom, she was she's like nobody knew Bill like this. Like I, you know, it was it was like this was like you know two lifetimes ago basically, right? I mean, so but it was great. Like he's got all these old pictures, like with all these old musicians. Um, I think he's, you know, Chichi Rodriguez. Really? Gonna, yeah, it was, it was awesome. The golfer guy? The golfer, yeah. That awesome. used to do the Zorro thing with the putter? Yeah. yeah. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't thought of that guy. I haven't even thought of his name. Yeah. Uh, for probably 25 years. Yeah. Why I, would you? No. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I'm glad that there's the recall there. Whew. So, um, speaking of legacy and memories, how does this, since we are dads and we talk about dad stuff on this. Right. You know, how would you want your children to remember you? Like, what would you want your legacy to be for them? I, I want them to, I, I hope, I really hope that they don't ever see me as a grumpy person. Yeah. Like, you know, I want, I want just happy memories. I mean, listen, I yell at my kids all the time. <laughs> I think you, we all do. Yeah. It's because kids are kids. And, and they're fucking assholes. <laughs> Right. And, and, and you just can't help but being just frustrated all the time, which is which is a bummer. Like, I don't want things to be that way, but I I don't I, I guess I don't ever want them to see me as a scary person. I think there were there were times when, uh, you know, I had interactions with my dad, like especially, you know, when, you know, the drinking got out of hand and, and things were, you know, for him, like things weren't going the way he had expected them to go in his life. Um, he was pissed off. He's a fucking yeah. grumpy ass dude. Like I don't. I just. I never want that to be the case for me. What about you? Um, you know, I haven't even prepared an answer for this. Um, I I hope that they. Uh, my legacy is someone who was always there, even if he was a busy guy, right? Because my my worry is, I was always working. You know, like you mentioned like twelve to. 16 hours a day sometimes. Right. Now, they were younger then, and they don't really remember, but <clears throat> I remember one time coming home from a business trip, and my oldest, um, who is the same age as Marcos' oldest, and they're friends since they were three years old. Which is crazy. Uh, they, were the, they were the ones that, when we became dads in 09, right? Yeah. I came home from a business trip, and she told me, no, daddy, no, daddy, go back to Washington, D.C. She was like three years old, and I, I thought, man, uh, I'm, I'm blowing it. But yeah. I realized that, you know, she was three and just a pain. Uh, and she wanted her mommy more than anything else in the world. But I want my kids to think of me as someone who was there, who participated, who had fun Yeah. with them. I'm guaranteed that they will remember me as being grumpy. But yeah. not, not because I, I have uh, broken dreams, but because <laughs> I just feel 
overwhelmed sometimes, you know, right? But yeah, um, this whole thing is so hard. Yeah, I, I just think that the the overwhelming part of it is you you want the best for them and you want to do your best, but sometimes you can't live up to all of that, you know, at the same time. Especially yeah. if you have to layer in professional responsibilities, responsibilities to your spouse, to your friends, to your podcast partner, right? You know, all those things, right? It's it, it it's it's amazing how little time there is all of a sudden. Yeah. And and I, I don't I don't feel like I dilly dally all that much. Yeah. You know, I, I would say that, you know, I I don't like to let moss grow under my feet or grass grow under my feet. What's the what's the I term? I don't know that term, actually. Yeah. No. You want to be a rolling stone. I don't want to be a rolling because stone. Because it gathers no moss. Right. Well I I just you know, I, I, I want the kids and, and here's the other fucking frustrating thing about like with the kids. It's like I growing up, I, I think again, my parents did the best they could. But but opportunities were not it wasn't it wasn't you know, I mean my mom worked, my dad worked. It it wasn't like let's, you know, push you into a sport or push right. you into this or push you into whatever. It it was like you know, take the bus home and there's, you know, ramen noodles in, in the cupboard type of deal, right? There's Taninos. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. There's hot, and Hot Pockets came out and it was, yeah. like, it was revolutionary. You guys do the Elios too? Elios wasn't a Utah thing. Oh, really? No. No, yeah. we had Lynn Wilson burritos, which okay. were fucking dynamite. Oh, really? my God. Yeah. Was yeah. that Lynn, like Mrs. Lynn Wilson, or was it? Yeah. It was, they had like a whole thing like Lynn Wilson, do, do, do. Oh, dude, they are fucking great. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that, you know, I, you, you know, you do, or you hope that you do a little bit better than your parents and and you have, you know, the ability to give your kids these opportunities and the the kids are like, nah, I don't want to do that. Well, I mean, right, you can't force them, but I, I, would, I would like to be on the record here for posterity, since this is going to be like the Kobe Bryant, like, you know, memory lane type thing, right? Yeah. But um, I want to be known as the guy that was there, and because I feel like my dad always felt like he wasn't there, because he was late in life, he, so he was a teacher. Okay. Until I was, I think, three or two and a half. Did his students call him Mr. C.? Uh, I don't know. I actually don't. Maybe Mr. Cause. Mr. Cause. That's yeah, good. I, I, I like that. I don't know what they did, but I, 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 uh, I do know that when I was two and my brother was an infant, my dad decided to go to medical school. And so imagine having two kids and having to go to medical school, study. He also worked a bingo game at nights in Philadelphia to kind of help put food on the table. Basically. I love that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and then he did his residency when we were all, I think I was second to fifth grade. He was in his residency in, in D.C. That's wild. And the guy would do, this is back in the day when they would do 48 hours a week, you know? Yeah. Because he was in the Navy. Okay. So they would do a 48-hour, like, on-call type structure for their training. And he would come home and just obviously be wiped and, like, lay on the yeah. couch. Yeah, And he would, uh, he, he to this day says, like, he felt bad that he would fall asleep. Like, he wasn't there for us. But, you know, we all, we all kind of uh, knew the deal. And none yeah. of us think that he wasn't there. So yeah. I want him to know that at some point. We try to tell great. him, but again, same thing. Super well, not emotional. Kind of you know, uh, so so let's let's actually that's a great that's a great point. I also hope that I I listen to my children, and I'm not fucking contrarian with my children, and I, and I hope <laughs> that I hope that I I actually 
there's that whole, you know, thing of, of pride, right? And it's like, well, I don't need help. I don't need your help. But it's like, our parents are getting old, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, I just, I hope that when I get old, I hope that I'm like, I'm going to lean on my kids. I'm like, you know what? Y'all put me through hell. <laughs> I'm going to come and stay with you for a little bit. Yeah. I'm probably going to make a mess. You're going to clean it up. <laughs> and it's going to be okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think that's the other thing too. It's like, parents, at least our parents, are, are so unwilling to ask for that help. Right? Yeah, I mean, we're still like, I'm fucking 41 years old. Yeah. And my mom's 76. She just lost her husband. And it's like, mom, like, let me just get a cleaning service in the house. Like, right. You know, the house isn't filthy, but it's kind of yeah. like, you don't have time right. to do this stuff, yeah. right? And also, like, you're old. Yeah. She's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> fucking. Suck it. <laughs> it drives me up the wall. Absolutely up the wall. So, so if you have a chance when you're older, right, yeah. and... Look, you know your kids are going to be able to go back and look through all the Fidel Castro archives yeah. and see what kind of a, a, mm. a maniac their dad, their dad was, right? They yeah. can listen to all of these things yeah. that we've put out there. A lot of curse words. There's a lot of curse words on your part, yeah. My kids are going to listen to this, but yeah, daddy curse at home, but not on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was thinking about, you know, going back to the whole Kobe thing, that they get to kind of get to know their dad through that. I think it's pretty cool and... and in my mind, I would love, if I know as I get later in life or if there's some, you know, illness that befalls me before yeah. the prime of my life, right, the end years of my life, I would want to have, you know, a video record of all the things that I think that they need to know. Even For if sure. it's preposterous in retrospect, right? I think it right. at least it will give them something to think about Just and laugh about my old man you know, Something for them to, to revisit, right? Something, and, and, and really, I, as, as toxic... As, as the times we are living in now are. Right. Right. And, and as, as toxic as Twitter is and social media. Twitter yeah. and social media, um, all of that stuff. TikTok, which is like the fucking bane of my existence. I think right the now. dad drinking should start a TikTok channel. We should definitely start a TikTok channel. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. We're going to start it as soon as we're done with this recording. But it's, it, I, I do love that it's so easy now to, to document you know, y- your life, right? And, right? and not even to document it for the sake of other people seeing it, but, the, but, but even something as simple as Google Photos, right? right? Like you take pictures with your phone, and now I can go back to 2008, and I've got just baby pictures. Oh, oh nine. Unless there's an 08 baby out there that we don't know about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, guy was pregnant with the baby. Yeah, yeah, okay. Gotcha. No. Only two kids. <laughs> but but really, no, I mean, it's just great. Like, you see, like, this, like, just having all of that at your disposal. Like, you can search by face. Right. Um, you know, you can search by holiday. It's it's unbelievable. It's yeah. unbelievable. So, so, before we get into the drink that we're yes. having in honor of Bill, I, um, I want to know um, what you would want uh, to say to Bill. Right now, if he was here. Right now? Right now. <sighs> Come back. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. Just, like, for, like, a second. Like, I just have a couple of questions, right. and then you can go wherever you need to go. Okay. Um, you know, that's that's a very 
interesting question because I don't really have an answer. I mean, we would, we would talk on the phone once every couple weeks. Yeah. Even, even like towards the end, even, even when I tried to call and, and like actually have a conversation, it was just always very surface level. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it was, how's the weather? How's the kids? Okay. And that was it. Yeah. You know, it was, it was, you know, every now and again, he'd call and he'd kind of like complain about stuff. Um, but, uh, it was just, it's a weird, it was an interesting relationship. You know, I, I look back on it and I think that, uh, I don't know what either of us could have done differently to, to really develop it more. Um, kind of was what it was, but, uh, I think I'm happy to to know that there were a lot of people, um, you know, through the restaurant that were kind of in his life that kind of made him happy. I mean, he loved loved going there, which is really great. That's so. So, did the restaurant play a big part in the celebration of life you guys had? Because you guys had a, a celebration, right? You didn't have like the we did not no. So full we, formal yeah, mass no, type thing, right? There was uh, we did a mass, uh, okay. which was was kind of you know pretty low key. Um, you know, some people didn't even show up, um, but <laughs> I might have to edit that out. Um, but, uh, no, so we, you know, we did a celebration of life, which was great. There's a, a funeral home in Salt Lake, Stark's Funeral Home, not a sponsor of the podca podcast. The Kings of the North? Kings of... <laughs> House Stark. No, it was Stark's, not Stark. Like John Starks? Like John, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, but also not related to John Starks. Okay. <laughs> to top it off, Starks got ejected. Um, <laughs> but uh, they do, like, they did this whole thing where it's, you know, it's like a catered event. We had a mariachi band. Um, and they took, like, all of these pictures we gave them, and they did this beautiful um, kind of display. And so it was great, like, all, like, everyone got to see, like, you know, Bill, like, in kind of every stage of his life. Um, did you guys have the, uh, the, the classic Navajo taco from the restaurant, or did you guys, what was the food situation there? No, they did, they did kind of, like, some Mexican food, so we had, uh, we had some pasole, which is really great. Yep. I think they did, like, an empanada, and then they did, like, a whole charcuterie cheese plate situation. The food was great. The food was absolutely stellar. Um... And it was well attended. It was well attended. I, I saw, Jesus, I saw people that I hadn't seen in like 30 plus years. Wow. Yeah. Um, like Don Dowsett, who was my best friend from grade Don, school. Donnie D? Donnie D. <laughs> he Ooh. was on the backup. Wow. Yeah, no, uh, he was my best friend from fourth grade to sixth, seventh yeah. grade. Yeah, good dude. I mean, fine. You guys went to different schools or something after that? Um, I think he went to Judge and then he wound up leaving Judge. Um, yeah. He uh, works for Safe Light Auto Glass now. Okay. All so, right. good for him. Good for Donnie. Yeah, good for Donnie. I, I, I always found, so I come from a big family, as you know, and we have a lot of funerals pretty much every year. Um, uh, and so, and I'm Irish descent, right? So we talk about death constantly and funerals constantly. And it's, it's really not a big deal, which is a big big difference between my family and the goats family. But, um, my, uh, my favorite thing about funerals is seeing like all of the people that come pay their respects. Yeah. Lives. It's just amazing to me that, that people go out of their way to go do that. You know and I hope on that person in the future, like I can just, you know, 
troll the newspaper for announcements and I show up at places. So, so there's a lot of people that do that. Yeah. Like literally like a good like quarter of the people that we, that, that came to my dad's funeral were like, yeah, saw it in the obituary. It's like people read the obituaries. Like people do this daily. Yeah. And it's like, the it's only like, obituaries I read now is like my <clears throat> alumni magazines for my college and my high school to see yeah, if there's so anyone when, like yeah. that I know from my class that's yeah. passed. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I don't go yeah. to newspaper. Yeah. I don't even actually know. They should probably do like a, a <laughs> this is horrible, but they should probably do an app that like notifies you. Uh, you can put in like, you know, names and <laughs> <laughs> geographic <laughs> regions if, and high schools. If dad and drinking doesn't work out, <laughs> we will become yeah. tech superstars. Yeah. With the <laughs> obituary app. Death news. Death. <laughs> now, it'd have to be yeah. like death tech or what would we, what would we call this? <laughs> all right. All right. Anyway, so. So, so what are we drinking? Ah, uh, yeah. So in honor of Bill. Yes. All right, we're going to have what I understand was one of his favorites. Right? Yes. So, so tell us a little about Bill and his, and his uh, drinking and his, and his favorites and maybe things that. Without a, doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. So, so my dad was a drunk, okay. um, as most dads are. Um, he uh, he kind of took it a little too far, which, okay. you know, it happens. Um, I, again. He, How old are you when he dialed back? Uh, 15, 16. Okay. Yeah. So you saw the, so those grumpy years were partially, you think, alcohol oh, yeah. related. Oh, yeah. 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 Without a doubt. Um, you know, my mom would... You know, some nights come home and say, you know, your dad's mad at the world. That was that was the that thing, was the key, right? yeah. the code word. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and so so then we had to kind of deal with that whole situation. Um, and it look, I again, fatherhood, parenthood, life in general is fucking super hard. And and now like being where I'm at, like I I don't. I can't fully blame him, right? I mean, and, and what am I going to do? Like, I'm not going to go back, like, you know, even if I had a time machine, it's like, you know, what, what am I going to go back and be like, hey, stop drinking, Dad. Yeah. yeah. You know? So but he he quit, and but before he quit, and at the funeral, my all of my mother's brothers came up for the funeral. Okay. From where? From Albuquerque, New Mexico. Cool. Which is fucking awesome because they all kind of look alike and they all kind of talk like this. It's it's it's. <laughs> did they all ride in the same like van or they did suburban they, or whatever? They, they literally road tripped <laughs> in my uncle Ray's Ford Explorer, which he calls the Ford Exploder. <laughs> fucking Ray, dude, he still has a mullet. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh my god, he's great. Um, but they all used to. They, Is his name Raymond or is it Raimundo? It's Ray R E Y. Like oh, like King. King. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So so my grandma Adelia, her son was her king. That's amazing. <laughs> Is he the oldest? No, he was the baby. Oh wow. He was the baby. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Great dude. Such a good dude. Um but uh my aunt Bernice, her husband, Uncle Mel, actually said that um my dad liked whiskey. Okay. Yeah, so he was, uh, you know, and I do remember, and actually I think there's pictures of me as a baby with a little tiny mini bottle of Jim Beam. <laughs> like um, what, the, the airport? Yeah, the, or the yeah, hotel little, style? yeah, the little tiny, the dobles, as they call them. Oh, yeah. they call them dobles, right? Dobles, yeah. Two shots. Two shots. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. 
That's but hilarious. he said Uncle, or well, I guess he's Uncle Mel, even though he's married into the family. But he said that my dad liked whiskey because in Utah the beer was three point two percent. Okay. So he couldn't get drunk. I see. Yeah, it would take a lot. So he would yeah. he would drink uh, Natural Light and Jim Beam. Okay. So in honor of Bill tonight. Yeah. We are having something that's very near and dear to both of our hearts as Philadelphians. Right. It's called the Citywide or the Special or the Citywide Special in Philadelphia. It is uh, one shot, which is one ounce or 1.5 ounces of Jim Beam, and a 16-ounce pounder, as they call them, of PBR. That's the traditional way to do it. You can mix them with different lagers, different whiskeys, but usually it's a whiskey and a lager. Usually the ratio is 16 of the of the beer to one to one and a half ounces of the liquor. Um, and you basically in Philadelphia, you could set, go into a bar and say, I want the citywide. They'd give you the shot and the beer for $3. It's amazing. I mean, now it's $4 in right, some places. Sometimes right. it's five fifty. whatever. They do a, a Mexican version. They have plays on it, you know, different names, but some people started adding food. Oh yeah. So there's one place in Kensington that has a happy meal. Yeah, um, where they they give you they give you the the citywide plus some potato chips and a toy, um, <laughs> which I think is really funny. Um, but the original the original citywide um, was so so there's a lot of folklore around this thing, um, and there's a lot of debate about who invented it. But people largely can agree that that a guy named Rick uh, Dobrowolski, Rick D, uh, who was a longtime bartender at a at a dive bar. I think it's fair to say that. Bob and Barbara's is a dive bar, right? Oh, Marcos. for sure. It's yeah. on 15th and South in, in South Philly. It's um, it's right near Broad Street, right? So right off the Broad Street line, you can jump out at South Street and get and get down there. Um, and you would go in and, and basically say, I like the citywide, or the, I think they call it the special there. Yeah, and you get yeah the special, they, call it, they call it the special. And it's Jim Beam and PBR. Um, and so we are going to have uh, Jim Beam and PBR tonight. But we're not going to call it the citywide. We're going to call it the Billywide. The Billywide for Mr. Bill Espinoza. Cheers, Jim. cheers, Bill. Yes. So um, the 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 folklore around this thing is that that before Rick D, who was the longtime bartender and later concert promoter, created this in the in the late '80s, early '90s, was that there was a um, a group of laborers that would get off of work in Center City and go to their local dive bars and they would order a shot and a beer. And it was just such a common thing that all around the city that Rick D kind of coined the phrase, it's a citywide. Like, everyone does this. All the yeah. guys do it, right? So we're gonna, just going to offer it. And it's going to be cheap. It's going to be a beer of the people and a drink of the people. You ever go to Oscars on not. Sansom? No, I have not. And in the middle of the day? There's, no. There's a lot of a lot construction of workers. A lot of citywides going on, right? Just, just getting wasted. Yeah, you know, in my old job, we would go to a little bar and grill, like restaurant, and a lot of the guys that were contractors would have a shot glass and a beer glass lined up next yeah. to each other, or a bottle, right? It was just a way to, um, I guess, I have to say turbocharge your buzz, right? right. It's kind of like... Um, if you have a red-eyed coffee drink from Starbucks where they dump the shot of espresso into yeah. your regular coffee. I mean, that's what I'm, I'm feeling now. We've been drinking this since we started the show, and I feel yeah. like I've had one citywide, billywide, and I'm turbocharged right now. Like, I'm feeling very <laughs> relaxed, feeling hilarious. You t- dude. Aren't you're, I? You're, you're acting hilarious. <laughs> and uh, so, <laughs> so thank you. You're making me blush, and I can't. I can't go on with this. Um, I can't tell because your sweet beards and all over your cheeks. Yeah, I got. I got a, a very massive beard right now. Beards looking good, folks. Much beards to my uh, much to my mother's chagrin. But uh, 
The Billy White has been good. What, what would you say your tasting notes on this are, given that it's just PBR and just whiskey? So, again, I mean, palates have changed over the years. Uh, I actually, in college, I, I drank this a lot, and, and it's because it was $3, right? So you would actually go to Bob and Barbara's on yeah. 15th and... Yeah. Actually, so they've been in round since like 1960-something, like 69 or something like that. Yeah, we would go. They had live music. Um, it was actually just kind of a great place. Like once, you know, once you hit junior year, you're kind of like, well, I don't want to hang out on campus. So we right. would start, you know, going downtown and see what Wait, the where, city has Where did you go to school again? The University of Pennsylvania. It's a nice school. The <laughs> University of Pennsylvania. <laughs> so you could basically take the subway all the way down there. Yeah, yeah. You just crisscross and change cast, the city. But, no, yeah. you took cast. Oh, yeah, sorry. I forgot. You guys are Ivy League. You know. <laughs> you know how it goes. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, so so I love, I mean, Beam, Beam's actually always been one of my favorites. Uh, I'm a big Beam fan. Really? Beam, yeah, Beam what is it? What is it that you like about the Beam? That it's a little bit caramely and sweet? It's sweet. Yeah. I Actually, I, I love the sweetness. And I think, interestingly enough, since we are on the topic of, you know, fatherhood I, I used to sneak it from my dad oh really know, growing up like wow. yeah you know or like that would be something like he would let me try you know like yeah. you, you know he's like hey you want to try this like sure I'll so try it. did you have to when you would sneak did you have to replace the levels like would you lock nah. it and fill it nah. up with water or dilute it a little bit or now I mean at that point it's like what they the, were going through it they didn't know yeah or it's like well I fucking did it like so you can call me out and then right. we can have that awkward conversation sure. or you know, you could be like, well, in denial about the fact that I'm stealing your booze. What would you do? Uh, not to not to shift this into fast casual so quick, but if if your daughter, right uh, now, I would shit. Well, well no, obviously would, not right yeah. now. But like, let's say like in in four years when they are fifteen. <sighs> it's fifteen's young. It's gonna be tough. And it's for 15, fifteen is gonna be like right around the corner. Yeah, and. Again, look, let's let's all be self-aware here. Let's all understand the things that we did growing up. Mm-hmm. Right? It it's going to happen. Yeah. I, and I don't I don't want it to happen, but but my only really like with all of this shit is the, the only hope is that, you know, they they always kind of know, right? I I want them I want them to know that they're not allowed cuz they're obviously listening to this. Right. Three You're years not in the future. Allowed. <laughs> To do drink not, do not until you're dare. 21. You're dead. And if you do, you're dead. Jim will kill you. And won't kill, kill you. I won't kill you. We'll ki- we're, no. You're going to be in a lot of Your trouble. Your social life will be dead. Yes. You're yeah. going to get benched. <laughs> it's going to be bad. Don't even think about it. <laughs> anyway, back to the notes, the tasting notes. So this is this is a blast from the past for you. Yes. Right? Yeah. The caramely. The, it, it was sweet. It, it appealed to you as a kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. What about it as a dad? Does this appeal to you as a dad now? Right now, I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying this. I'm 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 enjoying this. This actually is a great example of circumstantial deliciousness. <laughs> I agree. Right. I agree. You know, a, a a couple of shots of Jim Beam, a couple of PBRs. It's it, it's it's always good to just kind of get back to that baseline sort of thing where you're not, you know, like ah, it's like. The hops taste like raspberries, and the snozzberries taste like oh, snozzberries, yes. and all all of that the stuff. The apricot nose gives way to a resiny, piney finish. Exactly, yeah. right? Exactly. Which which I love to geek out on. I love to absolutely yeah. right, but 
but just you know kicking back, having a couple shots, having a couple beers. I think this is a perfect morning. Uh, not not as in part of time of day, but grieving morning type drink as well. For right? sure, like I think the the you get a little harsh kick in the butt from the from the liquor, but yeah. you can smooth it out. PBR is like easily yeah drinkable, it's, right? It's, it's easy drinking, and and it is like you you sidle up to the bar, you hang your head, you raise your glass, and and you just say, "Fuck it." Yeah. So are you saying that the dad that drinks this is a grieving dad? I think I think it could be a grieving dad. I was thinking on this a little earlier. Okay. Um, I hoped you did because this is our thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though it's been ten months. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. So, what kind of dad drinks the Billy White or the City White or the Special? So, so situationally, I think that, um, you know, if you're a dad and you like to drink, and you've been kind of doing that for a while, then all of a sudden your wife gets pregnant and then you have a kid um, and then you're kind of stuck at home and, and right. not that you're not excited to be at home, right? No. I mean, you're, you're fired Obviously, up, you're but, learning but you're also like how to be a dad. You're yeah. Your you know, kid. You're, you're kind of, you know, doing, doing all this stuff, but you're also, there's parties. It's like, fuck, I want to go out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so I think hang out with the boys or your brother yeah, or your you sister. Know? Or yeah. 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 Just, just get, just change the scenery, right? Correct. Just change the scenery. So I think, newborn dad who's who's basically kind of been you know for lack of a better term sequestered um in you know or in the throes of parenthood right, being first a dad. parenthood right? yeah. being a dad yeah. right um who's ready to fucking let loose yeah and is like fuck it I'm gonna get shit faced like he's who's re- like really charging towards that hangover yeah like just charging <laughs> towards it also right. like, like also kind like of, kind of he knows he is, but also doesn't really yeah. care. He just wants to go out and have a good time as quickly as yeah. possible. And, and and his window is is short too. So so yeah. he's you know he's he's going out at seven. He's got to be home by ten, yeah. right? Yeah. Because yeah. this this whole parenthood thing's fucking new. Yes, and it's hard. And and, and the whole my, thing. so my youngest brother is gonna have a baby at the end of May. Oh wow! Um, and so right around. The, right around the two days before the due date is two days before my daughter's birthday and so um, he is under the mistaken impression and, it, and he probably doesn't listen to this so I can just say it but uh, he's under the mistaken impression that he's going to have this awesome summer where he's going to hang out at the beach why don't you listen to the podcast Sean <laughs> hang out at the beach do his thing uh, and he's going to be the dad that wants to do the Billy White yeah. as soon as he goes out and, and then, you're, you're going to take him out I will you're going to order a very kind of standard cocktail and you're going to sip it he's going to have four city wides <laughs> in the time <laughs> I don't think he can drink beer that quickly but yes he's going to drink the equivalent for him of four yeah. city wides in that yeah. time for sure yeah. for sure but um so I think that the city wide could definitely the dad could definitely be a guy who wants to go out and supercharge turbocharge yeah. his buzz yeah. because he's on a short window and it's for the sure. first time after a while I also think that that this is the drink of the dad of broken dreams yes um if he goes sad dad <laughs> sad dad well, lonely we, we, dad I think we had a sad dad before and a lonely dad but this is this is the dad who, who well, this is this is dad drinking all of these dads are kind of sad <laughs> that is true that is that is <laughs> okay touche uh but this guy this guy no but you're right I mean this is like if he's doing it by himself yeah if you're going out by yourself you don't want to spend money right you, you want some basic shit and you're trying to get hammered I mean that's that's like you're running you, you're ruining the fact that you didn't do something different right 
right? Yeah. Or you didn't behave differently, or you you had a kid at the wrong time, right? Yeah. Or right, you know what I mean? And, and so this stream, flash, flash. this has this has we gotta edit that one. <laughs> yeah. So this thing has a uh, sorry. Back to so, yeah. Reset. Edit, edit mark start now um, <laughs> <laughs> this is all one take what am I talking about yeah one um, take the, the, I think the Billy Wide is a double edged sword right it can yeah. be one where it's fun to kind of turbocharge your, your kick kick start your night especially if you have a limited window but it also can be one where it's very very sad I think right now it's not that bad right? yeah I not think it's great now. this is actually perfect for us to kind of reintroduce the podcast reintroduce season three. Yes, this is give, episode one of season three. Give a tribute. Actually, if you can believe it, it's like twenty six episodes. Yeah, it's not bad. No, it's not bad. We've at done all. a lot of talking. Not bad at all. No, um, no. It is a great tribute to Bill Espinoza. Yes, rest easy, Bill. I never yes. met you, but I feel like I've I see your spitting image yeah. here, <laughs> and uh, I'm glad to uh, I'm glad to have participated in this dad grieving episode. I think it's. I hope it was cathartic for you. I think Absolutely. that I was unprepared for you to ask me questions about my impending death or my father's death. And so, well, you are a co-host. I know, I know, but it was good. It was good. It caught me off. You know, yeah. I was getting a little dusty in here. <laughs> you gotta get that cleaning lady. You're gonna give your mom and have her yeah, come down here. Yeah, a little tear up. Yeah. Are we cutting some onions? <laughs> your so, eyes, eyes getting a little sweaty. No. So we're gonna do fast casual or no? Uh, you know what? I got. I have just very just a couple of fast casual questions. Just. Maybe one or two. Okay. Um, so, listen. Sounds like you have a pretty okay relationship with death overall. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, from a metal standpoint, yeah. like death's fucking awesome. <laughs> when my dad died, I cried a whole bunch. And sure. Big baby. So, so that's what I want. Something. I always tell people that, like, when I die, I want them to know I had an awesome life. Like, if I died right now. I'm cool with it. Like, I had that's, a great life. That's my shit, too. Yeah. Dude, I had a great fucking run. Yeah. I met Jim Cosgrove. I met Marco Cosgrove. He agreed, Espinosa, he AKA agreed to be a co-host on this podcast. This occasional podcast. On this occasional podcast. <laughs> Dude, I, I was in the, uh, I went to the Misfits, and I went backstage the other night. That oh. was amazing. Like, I've, I've had good, like, good things yeah. have befallen me. Yeah, me too. And, and I, I cannot, cannot even begin to count all of the blessings that I've oh, had. Yes. I'm too blessed. You're taking it back. To be stressed. <laughs> too blessed to be stressed. Um, Sorry, I cut you off on your fast cash. No, no, no. Let's actually, but 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 you bring up a good point about what what and actually, let's just talk about what happens when you die, Jim. What what do you want to happen? Not like not legacy, but but literally like. Oh yeah yeah okay. So so um, I am a Catholic boy through and through product of lots of years of Catholic education, et cetera. Um, also from a large Irish family that we have, you know, a lot of parties when people die. I want my, my party to not just be like a buffet where people like kind of tell stories. I want it to be like, like not a rave, but like an awesome, like you a know, dorm party. Just, <laughs> I want it to be I a dorm party. I just changed my mind about my final wishes <laughs> and I would like it to be a rave. <laughs> So I want it to be kind of like a, a party that, that, you know how we all kind of, when we look in the mirror, we think of ourselves in a way that's, you know, not our current age or our current, like, maturity state, right? Like yeah, I, yeah. Like I, I count look, the gray hairs, and then I'm like... But you're 20. Nope, I'm young. 20. Yeah, 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 yeah cool. exactly. I feel like I'm still perpetually 20, right? Like, I'm yeah. oh, not without quite a doubt. allowed to drink, yeah. right? But I do anyway. And I um, am kind of, like, 
cocky like a 20 year old right? that's in my mind that's what I am I know I'm not you know externally that way that much right but but that's I want it to be a party like how I felt my age was <laughs> you know what I mean like I want it to be kind of like a weird uh drinking games in one corner of the reception hall and like uh music going maybe a band that's a great that kind idea of thing, right like that kind of thing um one of the one of the best and the funniest thing my brother dennis is a like hilarious guy and uh he is very dry yeah yeah like very like you don't know if he's joking but he is and he just stares at you until you break and, <laughs> and ask him um but he he once told me that when he dies he wants me to arrange uh, to acquire a used Subaru and a number of dummy keys. <laughs> Did he specify the model yes, of Subaru? No, no, I think he probably was thinking an, an Impreza. Because okay. um, that would be impressive. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so at the Mass, at the end of the Mass, yes. he wants me to stand up and say to everyone now, you know, Dennis's last wish was to for all of you to reach under your pew and to acquire the key taped therein and that uh, that everyone would form a line outside for the Impreza that's parked in the circular driveway of this imaginary church. <laughs> the right? Impreza. Right. <laughs> right. And everyone would have to line up, including, like, old ladies and young people, like, you know, seven-year-olds. Everyone would have a key, <laughs> but only one key would start the Impreza. Right, and he wants that to be his lasting legacy, and I don't know how people. Oh, so then maybe this. it's actually a Subaru legacy. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, probably. That's a great one. Uh, but he, that's what that he is, wants. Isn't that well, excellent? I mean, imagine, imagine the commotion, as Ali G used to say. Well, well, would people be excited? Would they be? I think the funny thing is, like, he wants them to not be sure if they're excited or not. I know yeah. that's very funny to him. Right. And it's funny to me. And I really hope, I mean, this sounds weird, but I hope I get to see this funeral. Uh, because odds are I'm older, so I'll probably right. die first, right? But, like, if not, then I really hope I get to pull this off for him. Because that yeah. would be really funny. Well, let me know if you need help. I will. I, I, I would be more than willing to help. I mean, that would be great. Because you have a good yard barker type, uh, <laughs> carnival barker type atmosphere. That's what we'd like. <laughs> For that funeral. Uh, funeral attendees! <laughs> uh, you... Uh, this is going off the You rails. will now find under your pew a magical key. Only one shall work. Only one will start the Subaru. Used. Used to celebrate Dennis's Legacy. Uh, too much. <laughs> How about you? What do you want yours to be, other than a rave? Well, I feel like now I want. Well, I've I've told I've told Kel that beef and beer. Like there there has yeah. to be a beef and beer, and then there has to be a cause. So like whatever gets me. Oh, you want like, there to be a like in lieu of flowers? Please donate. Blah blah blah. No, I I want a full on beef and beer. Oh, and then the so proceeds tickets. of the beef and beer go to whatever it is so it's like you know you know murdered by wolves like <laughs> the proceeds of this beef and beer goes to the keeping wolves at bay foundation mm -hmm. yeah right or like you know gored by a deer like wow. and then yeah you're unlucky you got a lot of wildlife fears i'm actually very <laughs> i love wildlife <laughs> i'm 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 actually pretty lucky uh all things considered um but We'll get to that in a subsequent episode. I, I just, I, I think, other than the beef and beer, I 
I think I just would like to be cremated and then maybe just like everyone gets to hang out with my ashes every now and again. Okay. Kind of like the Stanley Cup. Yeah. I would like to be the Stanley Cup. So you get passed around ashes. once per year. There's a champion of the family. Yes. And then that champion gets dad uh, to live at the, on their mantle. Yes. You know, that's a great idea because then we can actually organize some sort of tournament. Yeah. Uh, you can engrave medieval their name. or other. You can engrave their name. And then you can engrave the, the name with the year. <laughs> I like this. Yeah, it's not bad. This is this is why we podcast. <laughs> so we can spitball these brilliant ideas. <laughs> What about you? Uh, I don't think I want to be cremated. It's buried. Uh, probably buried, yeah. Like, there's been a lot of investment and talk about how and where and when people will be buried in my family. And so there's already been, like, plots designated for people. Um, you got to plan that shit out. Yeah, I mean, I'm 40, Estate, right? It, well, you're only 40. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm only 40, but it's already been done for 10 years, right? Like, there's plots. Damn, dude. There's plots at Old Calvary over there. You must Hocken. be good at chess. <laughs> I mean... Irish people buy insurance and they plot their death from like age twenty. It listen, it is important. Yeah, I, I cannot stress the importance. But they plot their own death. It's like in, incredible. <laughs> it's really, it's really shocking. Living with someone married, being married to, and living with someone who's not of that heritage. Yeah, um, it's really incredible to her that it's just so openly talked about and like the plans and who's getting what when people die like everyone knows like it's, yeah. it's all taken care of already yeah I think I, I, I think it's important to, for people to understand that though you know because you don't want to count your chickens before they hatch right you know you don't want right. to be like oh you know dad's going to leave me a whole bunch of stuff and then you get left nothing true that's a problem yeah <laughs> I feel like that's the next episode yeah <laughs> Should we should we uh, do any more fast casuals or should we should we call it a a grief session? I think this therapy session might be done. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing everything you shared, Marcus. I would never be able to do that. Like that was pretty amazing. I wouldn't have been. I was like getting choked up just thinking about the answer about how I wanted to be remembered. So yeah, the fact that you were able to be honest and open and uh, engaging. Yeah. Um, we, and, I mean, you, you, you have the, the experience with the social media, right? You're at Fidel Gastro. That's you also true. kind of run at Dad Drinking more than I do because I don't yeah. have the password anymore. Um, it's been 11 months. And, <laughs> it's uh, been a bit. But, uh, you know, it, it was pretty cool. And I hope, I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, I know it's weird and kind of a, a bummer of a conversation, but I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed this probably more than any of our other podcasts. Yeah. Just because it was pretty real and, uh, pretty emotional yeah so thank you marcos Appreciate thank you that. jim thank you thanks for coming back into the lab i'm here all right i'm and gonna try you. and do this more regularly <laughs> thank you all for listening we are thrilled to be back season three season three yeah years later our iverson season <laughs> and uh we'll uh, hopefully see you next week or yeah. the week after possibly possibly who knows all right thanks y'all thank you and thanks for Side Project. Thanks jerky. To, thanks to Side Project Jerky. Those guys, they're great sponsors. Great, great Side sponsors. SideProjectJerky.com. Got order now. All right. Goodbye.